It's the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, starring Sean Daly. And a kiss from the rose on the trail. And Taylor Smith. <laughs> he said, die, potato. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Here we go. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, your favorite podcast for Jacksonville Jaguars football. My name is Taylor Smith. I'm your moderator for the show. I am joined by your host, Sean Daly. Hey there, Taylor. How's it going, man? Sean, I am doing just fine. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm great, dude. It's just good to have it, just you and me here. This is nice. This yeah, is, it's, 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 just it's the, the two of us here. No Pat, no Dev. Pat's at a wedding and Devin is doing Devin things. So just... Is uh, Devin the one getting married? Uh, you know, he, it wouldn't be his first time. It won't be his last. Oh, he's, he's okay. already married to facts and stats. It's a nice polygamous thing. They Devin got going. Facts yeah. and annulments. <laughs> Devin and Devin marriage counseling. <laughs> it's just I him. think you should break up and marry me <laughs> now. I, Both I, of you marry me. <laughs> Let's be a thruple. Okay. Oh man. We are already killing it. So. The preseason has come to an end. Three games and three victories for the Jaguars. Three very good opportunities to get a look at this year's draft class. To see these rookies perform. And perform they did. You've heard Sean and Pat mention names like Eric Hallett, Yasir Abdullah, Tank Bigsby. Much more of that from this game and just in time too because the roster deadline is here the cuts are flying now fyi we're recording this episode on monday the day before deadline so we don't know what the roster looks like yet when this episode releases we'll know so sean is going to give his very last minute predictions for some of the positions that we've been talking about the last few episodes and we'll see how close he gets but first Now, you know, we're called the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, and we're called that for a reason. And sometimes we have to live up to that name. That's why Sean is going to start things off today by addressing the end of this game and the choice to call the game early with 8 minutes, 32 seconds left on the clock due to an injury. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, you know, I just, well, first off and foremost, rookie receiver Daywood Davis, you hope he comes back and he's fine, but everything, all signs point to the fact that he's fine. Extremities moving, he's good, he's conscious. It wasn't a DeMar Hamlin situation where the ambulance came on the field and you're given CPR and a defibrillator. We are setting a dangerous precedent here, okay? Because, uh, yeah, okay, it's the fourth quarter of a preseason game, but... That was the Super Bowl for those dudes on the field. That was the uh, the culmination of all their hard work. They need that's the last chance to put something on tape. Doug Peterson referenced it after the game. He said, "Yeah, some guys are trying to make teams out there at the end of the game, but we just decided to to end the game." And it just kills me. I don't get it. If it were a regular season game, now are we going to end games with eight minutes left? Uh, you know, because somebody gets carted off the field. This is a violent sport. All right. Daywood Davis knows this. Damar Hamlin still knows this. He's still playing, by the way. All right. This is a violent game. It gets scary sometimes, you guys. 
it gets scary. It has scary moments. There are so many times where you'll be watching Red Zone and you'll get back from, you know, they'll, they'll cut to a commercial break real fast and they'll cut to another game. And then that game has a guy that's getting carted off on the field injured. They try to avoid it as much as they can, but you can't. It's a 100% injury sport. All right. You want to try to avoid head injuries as much as possible, obviously, but it's impossible. That was a football play that happened. That wasn't egregious. That wasn't like he didn't launch himself. He might have led with the crown of the helmet a little bit, but he barely made contact with it. It's just a football play, and, it, and violent things happen on football fields. That's just something that happens. And now I didn't get to see my last eight minutes at Devon Wilson. Or, you know, I didn't get to see the last eight minutes of, of these Jaguars players that are trying to put something on tape. Uh, Nathan Rourke, okay, because they decided that, you know, it's enough that we get reminded that football's scary that we stop games. You know going in from the kickoff. What if on the kickoff somebody gets carted off? You end in the game? You end in the game. If somebody gets carted off after the kickoff, you're zero seconds into the football game. Are you ending the game? No. No, you're not. It's just poor. I just didn't like it. Again, Hope the kid's okay. All right, let's, you know, and all signs are pointing that he's fine. So, you know, I'll sound like a real jagaloon if it turns out this kid's really messed up. But uh, it doesn't, but whether or not he's messed up, doesn't. you decide whether or not to keep going. And these guys, if you were to pull everybody on that field at that time, they would have all said, let's keep going. Let's keep going because I'm trying to make a fucking team here. I'm trying to get a job. I'm trying to earn a lucrative position in my field of choice. And I need these eight minutes to possibly do so. I I just, it, it, it's just frustrating. And uh, just had to get that out of the way. Got to get my Duval hot take out of the way. Pat's not here to reel me in. Devin's not here to reel me in. I just got Taylor here with with two oven mitts trying to keep me off fire. You know, he's trying to cool me off, but it's not happening. I'm sorry, Taylor. It's okay. All right, I'm rolling. And we all know that I'm a yes man, so I, I, I don't have the balls to go against you. I like that. You do have balls, though. You have nice balls. Big balls. Thanks, man. <laughs> Let's just fucking make people feel weird this episode. Let's just get weird. You're off to a great start. Speaking of getting weird, do you know who got weird on that field? Yasir Abdullah. My man got a little frisky on his own. All you got to do as an outside linebacker in this scheme, in Mike Caldwell's multiple scheme, if you want to be an outside linebacker in scheme, you got to be able to have pass rush moves. Check. And you got to be able to play easy flat zones. And that's exactly what he did. He did an easy flat zone and the guy threw it right to him and Yusir Abdullah did not miss. He eyes forward like a zone coverage, eyes on the quarterback, exactly what you want to do and he made the play. That was one of my favorite plays. The Eric Hallett interception was one of my favorite plays. The toe drag swag. I think uh, Calvin Ridley's uh, back shoulder, Trevor Lawrence faced with an, a free rusher just throwing it up, and Calvin Ridley making that back shoulder toe tap catch. That is a play that was not in the arsenal last year. That is a play that we could not make. Zay Jones ain't making that play. Christian Kirk ain't making that play. Jamal Agnew ain't making that play. Nobody on the Jaguars receiving core last year is making that play. This guy is. The guy we got is him. All right, and I'm excited about the old buddy. I'm, ooh, I think we all are. I think we're all excited about him. That was a, one of my favorite plays. Tank Bigsby showed a hell of efficiency. Like, he doesn't go down after the first guy. 
It doesn't go down. First contact, he, he keeps on. like four guys. Keeps on a-chucking. He, I mean, you know, for lack of a better word, he's, he's kind of like a tank out there. You know that what was, I mean? That was pretty original. I'm, I'm an original guy. I think you're the first person to ever make that connection. He was, he's actually a Honda XRV. No. Um, <laughs> so, day fumbled on the goal line. Though, hey, make that mistake now. Make it now. Even Trevor Lawrence said it after the game. He said, hey, you're going to be, you're going to think about that every time you're going into the end zone now and you're going to, it's going to make you better for it. Uh, we got it out of the way now and that's good because it was meaningless this game, you know, and Trevor Lawrence said he's done that too. And it was very meaningful like the Cowboys game when he didn't slide and he got absolutely bamboozled and almost fumbled away that football game. So Trevor Lawrence is the perfect type of person to talk to Tank Bigsby about that and chat him up and tell him the truth, which is it was a meaningless game. And for them, for the first team, okay, not to go on my previous point, it, it was not meaningless for the roster bubble guys, but it's meaningless for the guys that are on the team, like Tank Bixby and Trevor Lawrence and the first team. All right? So that you just want to be efficient. You want to get time on task. You want to learn the cadence. You want to learn what each guy likes to do, and that's what they succeeded on offense. We're 3-0, baby. Look good against the boys. We look great against the Lions, and we look good against the Dolphins. I feel good. I feel good going into the year, 3-0. I mean, the wins don't matter. It's the eyeball test, but my eyeballs love looking at Ws, and it's fun. So here we are, ready to roll into week one, uh, but it's roster cutdown time, Taylor. Yep. And it's not a fun one, all right? Normally, we can't get to 53 when Pat and I do this episode. It's hard. This time, we still can't get to 53, but the, the other, other way. way. Yeah, it's hard to get down to 53. Usually we can't get up to 53. We start making up names. Start saying, you know, uh, you know, my best friend Fred, Jimmy Walker. No, it's going to be tough. Some decisions got to be made. We we lost some people. Ventrell Miller, ruptured Achilles, man, that hurts, dude. Mm-hmm. We were he was looking like a steal in the 4th round. And we weren't sure about him, especially with the position fit. But he has that skill set of the blitz and getting up, and you just hope that he can come back close to the same player. That's what you're hoping because you've invested a fourth round pick in him, and you're just hoping that he can come back. And, and you know, we hope that he has a successful surgery and he rehabs well and he comes back. And we're gonna see if he can because the same person that did the surgery on Dwan Smoot is probably gonna do the surgery on Ventrell Miller. And if Smoot comes back and he looks good, then there's no reason that Ventrell Miller can't do the same thing. Now, we can start worrying if Smoot comes back and he looks slow. Then we should worry about Ventrell Miller. But that's neither here nor there. That is far down the line. He's gone. He's not He's not going to make the right. He would have been on the roster if not for that. Same with Josh Wells, our swing tackle. I think he might not. He, he might get an injury settlement. And, and we were relying on him to be our swing tackle this year. If one of our tackles go down, especially in the first four games with Cam slow ass, lazy ass Robinson on the bench because he's suspended. Cam Robinson's gonna be the swing tackle when he gets back. All right, you best believe that. But until then, we got nothing. We got Blake Hans out there. So Blake Hans is gonna make the team, and he's got no business making the team. Blake Hans, I can't get rid of my least favorite guy, Chandler Brewer, because we got so many injuries on the offensive line. So Chandler Brewer's coming back, and we got to even throw in Koi Kronk because uh, we if one of these guys go down, we're in trouble. We're in big trouble. We're very thin in offensive line, so we got to beef up that room as much as possible 
because we don't have enough guys that know how to do the multiple positions. I saw Blake Hans at right tackle. He's garbage, man. We Oh, my God. You better say Hail Mary's at night. You better be praying for help from Walker Little and Anton Harrison because if if Blake Hans has to roll his ass out there, buddy, we are running. We are parking either Brenton the Seal Strange or Luke Farrell next to Blake Hans all day long. All right. Oh, I love Brenton Strange, by the way. He looked good against the Dolphins again, man. Sealing up runs. You guys, I'm telling you, Brenton Strange is going to be a core player for this team. Book it. And Luke Farrell looks like a monster out there, too. I'm good with parking those guys. That's your six offensive lineman if we get there, all right? So if you want to knock down the roster instead of having 10 offensive linemen going down to nine, I understand. My What I did is I put 10 in there because it's scary, and I'd rather not have nine offensive linemen when two go down and then everybody sucks, okay? So we need as many guys in there as possible competing week in, week out of practice to try to make themselves better. Because if we need them to play, we're going to need them to play well and not like ass, like Blake Hans at right tackle. Pat likes him at guard. I'm sure he's all right at guard, but he's terrible at tackle. All right, but so let's go through this uh, little roster prediction here, all right? So I already got into the 10 offensive linemen. 10 offensive linemen are going to be Walker Little, Ben Barch, Luke Fortner, Brandon Sheriff, Ton Wick, Anton Harrison, and then you got Tyler Shatley. Hopefully, he can be on the roster week one dealing with the AFib stuff. All right. We're hoping that he's available, need him. And then, you know, Blake Hans. And then you got to have Daryl Williams because if Tyler Shatley is not good to go, you need somebody that can snap the ball. So he's got to be there. And then Chandler Brewer and Coy Cronk. That just sucks. It's just bad. It's just bad. We don't have depth at offensive line. It's rough. And we did with Josh Wells. And it's crazy how one injury changes your entire outlook on a room. Josh Wells goes down, and now it's, oh, buddy. All right, rest of the offense, Trevor Lawrence, C.J. Beathard. That's it for your quarterback. Sorry, Nathan Rourke. I know you guys love Nathan Rourke, but there's no reason for us to keep third quarterback. I'm, we either field calls if somebody really wants him, trade him for a pick, or float him to the practice squad. Uh, actually, yeah, it looks like they waived him. They waived him? Okay, mm-hmm. they're going to try to... They're going to try to... All right, well, we're not getting a pick then. We hope he clears waivers because he'll most definitely be on the practice squad if he clears waivers. Thank you, Devin. You're welcome. I'm trying to fill in. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was good. You sounded like him. Uh, four running backs, Travis Etienne, Tank, Bigsby, Dearness Johnson, who looks good, and Jamichael Hasty, who scored a touchdown in the last game. Six wide receivers, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Jamal Agnew, Parker Washington, and now the drum roll. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Is it going to be Elijah Cooks? Is it going to be Jacob Harris? Is it going to be Kevin Austin Jr.? Nope, he's gone too. <laughs> Almost assuredly not. He gone. And I think that the Jaguars are going to go with the the boring, the lazy, the copy and paste Tim Jones. We're going with Tim Jones. Tim Jones isn't lazy, but it's lazy roster work to just be like, yeah, that guy's good at special teams and he's he can make a move. We saw that double move on Cam Smith, which a lot of Jaguar Twitter heads or X heads now, they wanted Cam Smith in the second round instead of Brenton Strange. Well, guess what? That guy just got burned by undrafted free agent Tim Jones for a 74-yard touchdown. So how you feeling, Cam Smith crew? Not so hot, huh? We already took a guy from South Carolina. I'm good for the rest of my life. Uh, I've seen enough. No more South Carolina. All right, that's it. Now, tight end room. This is a spot for contention because a lot of people want Garrett Prince. 
I haven't seen enough. I'm going three tight ends here. Three tight ends. Evan Ingram, Luke Farrell, and Breton. Art Strange. He's the seal. Okay? And that's it for your offense. Defense, you got to go 6-D lineman. Roy Robinson-Harris, Devon Hamilton, who they're very optimistic is going to be ready to go for week one. And that's a huge, huge good news. That's a huge good sign. And what, what, what am I trying to say here, Taylor? Fuck. Uh, that is that is huge. Uh, I'm glad I heard that. <laughs> Let's just go with that. That is a uh, that is that gives me big good f- news. Big feelings. <laughs> I am feeling good about Devon Hamilton. Yes, absolutely. See, Pat's not here, and now I look way worse. All right? He makes me look better. Okay, Jeremiah Ledbetter, Adam Gotsis. Foley Fatukasi, who also optimistic for week one, which is a good, 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 good sign. Uh, and then Raymond Vahasik at defensive lineman, seventh round pick. That's your 6D lineman. Obviously, Smoot's not ready to go yet, so he's, he's going to be on the PUP, all right? So, but, or else he, he'd be in this, he'd probably be there instead of Raymond Vahasik. So there we go. Inside linebacker, no Ventral Miller, all right? Remember, no intro, Ventral Miller. All right, we got Foyer Luquan. Devin Lloyd, Chad Muma, and unfortunately, because of the ventral Miller in- injury, Shaq Quarterman, Pat's favorite, comes back. The Oak Leap High School graduate, Shaq Quarterman, still going to be on his team, still fighting for that 53rd spot, still going to be on the roster. Remember, we traded Nick Foles for a fourth-round pick, and then we drafted Shaq Quarterman. So Nick Foles still has a presence on this team in Shaq Quarterman, right? Offensive linebacker. Offensive. Jesus Christ. Outside linebacker. <laughs> Wait, what did you did you say? Offensive? Yeah. Offensive linebacker? Yeah. Offensive linebacker. Okay. Right? Offensively outside linebacker. Trayvon Walker. Josh Allen on the other side. Yasir, yes sir, Abdullah. Tyler Lacey. And Jordan Smith. Jordan Smith making the making the no, roster. Jordan Smith got cut. All right, George Smith got cut. Uh, breaking news. So we're going to... Uh, Keep it chase gonna, on. Oh, my God, dude. Is that... It's going to happen. Is that what's happening right now? He's got nudes. He just ruined my day. Nudes of who? Me. You. The classy. Oh, my God. I was giving them out. Jordan Smith got cut, man. God nope. damn it. He was he's so much better than Clay Vonche. You guys are getting raw, unfiltered reactions right now. He is so fucking better. Than Clavon Chase on, it's not. Cla- Is it because his names rhyme? Well, because I could rename Jordan Smith to Jordan Borden. You know, I mean, I don't get it. What's good about Clavon Chase on? What is good? I don't get it. What round did we get Jordan Smith in? Fourth, like the fourth. Fourth, yeah. yeah. And Clavon Chase on was a first round pick, and he's a bum. And I'm hungry for crystals, and I'm not getting them. Whatever. I mean, you know, God damn it. That just ruined my day. All right. Outside linebacker. Trayvon Walker, Josh Allen, Yasir Abdullah, Tyler Lacey, and Clavon fucking Jason. I'm losing my fucking mind over this guy. Unbelievable. Four years. Calm down. Calm down. Two free safeties. Andre Cisco and Andrew Wingard. All right. Dewey. It was always the Jags. Two strong safeties. Rayshon Jenkins, Antonio Johnson. All right, I think Antonio Johnson has done more than enough to be on this roster, and, and they everything's pointing to him being ready to go for week one. God, Clavon Chason's giving me acid reflux over here. 
Antonio Johnson might even play your big nickel role against your big tight ends and stuff like that. So that'll be a lot of fun. All right. Uh, your kicker, Brandon McManus, your punter, Logan Cook, and your long snapper, Ross Matissic. And now for the cornerbacks. Another room for contention. Tyson Campbell, easy. Darius Williams, easy. Trey Herndon, unfortunate. Gregory Jr., easy. Christian Braswell, and then Pat's favorite. Chris can't stay out of the headlines, Clay Brooks. Just because he's good on special teams, he's going to make the team. That's the way it goes. That's my 53. That's already been ruined by Taylor by telling me that Jordan Smith has been cut when he is better than Clayvon Chason. I... All right, we better go out and get somebody else. Because if, if we're cutting Jordan Smith or Clavon Chase on, I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to be very upset. Uh, this They got a blind spot for this guy. I don't know what it is. Maybe, you know, he's they like the cut of his jib. He's, uh, you know, I just... What did he do? What has he done this preseason? What has he done in his career? I just... Golly. I'm just... Think, just get Snoop out of here. Is Snoop cut yet, Taylor? They, have, they already cut Jordan. They cut Jordan Smith before they cut Snoop. Mm, I don't see Snoop's name anywhere. Good. Let's keep it that way. I want him to be the Where's Waldo of the Jaguars. But uh, next episode, doing season predictions. Yeah. Little tease there, right? Finally. Pat will be back. Devin will be back. The family will be back. And uh, we'll go through game by game, saying what's going to happen, and then we'll preview the Colts game. That's going to be a fun one. I'm excited for that one. Uh, I don't really have much else. Preseason was a success, Jaguar fans. Be ready. Be excited. I'm, I mean, I can't get enough Jaguars content. I'm just watching The Hunt on their YouTube page. I'm watching press conferences like crazy. I've never been more plugged in than I am right now, and it's because we're good, and it's just awesome to see. As long as we don't start actual games by giving Tyreek Hill 20 yards of cushion, and them going 40 yards down the field in the first play. As long as we can avoid that dumb shit, I think we're going to be all right. Unlike, uh, I don't know. I can't think of it. I can't think of anything else to say. I'm broke. Clavon Chase, I'm broke my brain. Taylor, I don't know what else. You got to take us home. <laughs> Damn, that really took the wind out of your sails, didn't it? I'm sorry. I don't know how Devin does it. See, this is why I don't participate. But that's all right. We'll call it here. We knew we were going to have half a crew today, but we needed to get an episode out real quick before the roster released. So thanks for sticking with us this week on the Duval Hot Takes podcast. I'm Taylor Smith, moderator. Sean Daly, host. Pat Smith, co-host. Devin May, facts and stats. All right. Back to business as usual next week. Like Sean said, we'll get our season predictions going. And then right after that, here it is, our season opener against the Colts. I know we ended on a sad note by saying farewell to Jordan Smith, but hey, here's a silver lining. Jags football is here. And if preseason was anything to go by, this team is shaping into something we haven't ever seen before here in Jacksonville. And it's exciting. So thank you for experiencing it with us. Thank you for engaging with us on X at Duval Hot Takes. And we look forward to talking with you again soon. Peace. Peace.